This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Hello, America. Hello, world. It's Mr. Productivity. Welcome to another edition of the Life Without Overwhelm show. Uh, I got a special guest with me today, and I say special guest because she's my mastermind buddy all the way over in England across the pond, as they would say. She doesn't always speak correct English. She says scheduled instead of scheduled and literally instead of literally, but she's a cool cat. So Anne Richardson, welcome to the Life Without Overwhelm show. Hello, Mark. I'm so pleased to be here. Wednesdays are Anne and my mastermind days, and we just had an hour mastermind, and now we're on a live. So she wouldn't want to see me for about a week, but that's okay. So. <laughs> Before we get started, I have to tell you about MrProductivity.com. There you can get my top five productivity tips when you become a free Mark Struchewski insider. It's absolutely free. It means zero dollars, zero cents, or in Ann's case, zero pounds and zero pence. Just go to MrProductivity.com. And we're going to talk about FOMO today. And a lot of people talk about FOMO and they go, well, you know, FOMO is all about social media and technology, but you and I know very well that FOMO has been around since the beginning of time. So what are your opening thoughts on the fear of missing out? Well, first of all, yeah, important to say FOMO is fear of missing out. Fear of missing out isn't a new thing. Um, FOMO, the terminology is a new thing, but fear of missing out has been around since, you know, cave Mondays. It's a primeval instinct in us all. Fear of missing out was there to protect us, you know, and to make sure that if there was a kill, you know, and we needed food, we were, we didn't miss out. You know, we were there getting our food, taking it back to our tribe, and being part of a tribe has always been really important. You know, people animals who don't you know stay with their pack can you know they they die so fear of missing out is a is a primeval need it's not something that you suddenly become like a jealous little girl and what you know worried about missing out it's it's within all of us yeah and you know FOMO is magnified in this time and age because we have these apps we have these cell phones and I grew I was born in 1965 grew up in the late 60s and all through 70s and something happened you had to wait to the evening news or the morning paper there was no Twitter or Facebook or text messages and and you and I turned out just fine we don't have to know what's going on the second it happens but we live in an age now where so many people are obsessed about knowing what's going on every second of the day. That's right. I remember my brother being obsessed with football and he would wait for Saturday at five o'clock, run down to the shops, which was, I don't even have news agents in America, but in England, we, a news agent, they sell newspapers and they sell sweets. And um, he used to run down and buy the green and and the green and came out hot off the press and it had all the football results in it. Oh, soccer to you. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was, you know, if you didn't get the green and then you you might have fear of missing out you know, on the latest football results. Whereas mm -hmm. now we look on Instagram and we're thinking, oh, I haven't got the latest shoes or the latest earrings or, you know, my hair isn't right. My nails aren't right. There's a massive, it's kind of become a lot more psychological visually for people, I think. And even goes further with technology today because we have Siri, we have Alexa, we have Google Home. And you can just, without even moving your body, 
just say, hey, whatever the person's name is, who won the game last night? And so, yeah, FOMO is a real thing. But here's the thing. We were talking during our mastermind call today, and you said something very interesting. FOMO is nothing more than shiny object syndrome. It's like instead of focusing on what we should focus on, writing a book, creating a course, creating a membership site, launching a YouTube channel, we're, we're not doing that that's going to help people. We're obsessed with going, what's going on in the world. Yeah, definitely. I think that shiny object syndrome or FOMO, whatever we want to call it, has become massive. And it has mental health implications for people too. So as well as us laughing about it, there are actually some very serious um, points about FOMO. Young, I, I worry about the youngsters growing up being surrounded by so much, so much competition, so much in their face, faces of, you know, what they should look like, what they should be like, what computer games they should be playing, what trainers they should be wearing. And then I look at myself as a business person and I can't help but look at what the latest coach is doing or mentor or trainer is doing. And they look like they're doing amazingly but like you said and I said earlier everything that shines is not gold mm -hmm. very true so now that we define what FOMO is the fear of missing out let's give the people some very simple because you know me I'm a very I'm a guy I'm a coach who believes in simplicity because if you give someone a complex idea they're not going to do it. So let's give them some really simple ideas. I'll start even though ladies should go first. I'll start because that's <laughs> what it's my show. Um I tell people turn off all those notifications on your phone for social media and email. Now you can leave the ones on for text messaging unless they are overwhelming and the, you know you can leave your news apps and your weather apps and stuff like that it's really important you know if there's something going on in the world in terms of weather but you don't need to know that someone liked your picture uh or like if you are in Strava like you and I are we're daily runners that a lot of stuff will be turned off and guess what when you go in the app all that stuff is going to be there when you're ready for it absolutely i mean i i didn't even know how to turn my notifications off until I realized where the button was. So going to settings, then going to notifications, and you can turn them all off. And I stopped my Facebook, my Facebook Messenger messages and announced notifications a while back. And it's like a new lease of life for me. It really is. It's quite a nice surprise when I turn Facebook on and there's loads and loads of things to look at and deal with. So you, it doesn't change the world. The world doesn't stop because you stop getting notifications. So I, I definitely agree. And I thank you for recommending that I do that. That's, you know, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's very freeing. It is. It is, definitely. My second tip is about um, stop looking and start doing. If we weren't so obsessed with consuming stuff <laughs> and we did more, then our lives would move forward faster, would be more fulfilling. We are so obsessed with consuming all this information. And a lot of it, depending on what you follow, can be very negative, which puts negative thoughts into your mind. If it's not negative stuff you're reading, it's, it's the comparative, like we were saying, it's looking at people thinking, oh, they're doing better than I am or, or whatever. So rather than becoming a, a consumer of it all, think about what can I put into the world that would be helpful or that somebody might get benefit from. And that's how I turned really and changed from, 
you know, looking at stop looking and, and start doing and kind of just it's freeing. That's, you know, it's a fantastic tip to to start doing straight away. Mm hmm. And Gary Vaynerchuk always says, stop dwelling and start doing. So many people are dwelling. And what I mean by dwelling is, do you need to watch seven shows on Netflix? Do you really need to watch, you know, four movies or play a video game for nine hours? No, you don't. I mean, go ahead and watch a show or go play some video games, whatever. But you should be spending more time doing not so much for to make money i mean that's a nice side benefit but when you make content that serves people you're helping other people that thus the word serve and i would encourage people to think about how they can serve i don't care if you're a school crossing guard if you're a janitor there are things that you know that you can share with the world there's probably people out there in all likelihood that would love to know what you know and if you stop looking and comparing and dwelling and start doing, you're going to feel better and you're going to serve more people. That's so true. But you know what as well, Mark, the reason that people don't do that is because they are worried about being judged. And the fear of being judged comes from being too overly aware of what other people are doing. So if we stop looking in outwardly so much and start becoming inwardly more concerned with what we can give rather than how we look and what we can get. It, it just makes life feel so much better, so much richer. And it's no secret that givers get, if you want to know why the rich keep on getting rich because they give and they give and they give a lot of people. Uh, well, let me tell you this story. I took uh, Dave Ramsey's financial peace university my wife and I took it several times, not because we failed it, but because we need the encouragement. And he's a big get out of debt guy. And he tells the story that if someone gives you a $50 bill or whatever the equivalent is in England and you hold it in your tight fist, well, that money can't leave and more money can't come in. But if you lay your hand open, well, now the money can go and more money can come in. And so I want to ask the viewers and the listeners, for those who are listening to this on the podcast, are you holding on to your money, your content, your talent, your, your gift for the world so tight that you're not sharing, or are you a giver? I really recommend people go pick up Adam Grant's book, Give and Take, because I realized after reading that book, I'm a giver. And Anne, I know you well enough that you're a giver. So are you a taker or are you a giver? Are you a hoarder or are you a giver? And I can tell you, people who give out of love and out of caring are much happier, because you were mentioning mental health earlier, are much happier than people who are not. Absolutely. I heard a story by, I think it was Jack Canfield, and he, he wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Anybody that's read that book will know it's a wonderful book, packed full of stories that really do warm the cockles of your heart. And he was telling a story that he was at a training seminar and he gave a $100 bill to somebody in a seat. And he said, now you can have that on, on the, on the uh, proviso that you share it with the person next to you. You have to make a deal with them how much you're going to give them. You have to decide how much you're going to give them. And you can only keep it if they accept your first offer. So they have to decide, am I going to keep 99 and give them $1? Or am I going to give them 99 and me keep $1? Because you're still $1 up. And it was a really interesting 
exercise that he did on several, several levels. And even when sometimes you offer somebody 50%, they want more. And so neither of them go home with any money. A very, very interesting uh, test in a way. So I never think about what I might get in return when I'm giving. I always give from the goodness of my heart and I don't expect anything back. There are no complications, no expectations. And when you give with a free heart, it's it's just fantastic. It's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. I have taken that to my tipping. I will, you know, once in a while we'll order from Uber Eats or Grubhub or something like that. And I don't, I don't go low on the tips. I will give more tips than most people do because these people are going to pick up my food and bring it to me. Now you may say, Mark, <laughs> you're kind of lazy, aren't you? No, I'm not. My wife and I have one car. Okay. And when she goes to work and I want some food, I order in. But I respect everyone who brings me food. I always greet them cordially. I always tip them well because they're doing a job and they're not less of a human being than I am. And and so by becoming a giver, I feel better when you are not attached to knowing everything that's going on in the world. You don't suffer from FOMO. I very rarely suffer from FOMO. I used to, if I forget to record a TV show, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. Now it's like, <laughs> Oh, well it didn't like my aunt always says the saying, I love it. She goes, does it affect world peace? If I miss a show, <laughs> it doesn't affect world peace. I mean, yeah, I can go watch it streaming, but you know what? It's a show. It was pre-recorded six months ago. And I don't let that stuff bother me anymore. We as a human race have got to realize what's truly important. And I would argue you knowing when your favorite thought leader tweets something within 60 seconds, probably not that important. You're not living your life. You're living their life. Yes. And that this is the thing. You can't possibly create your own life and, and grow and give, do, be, have, you know, everything that you want while you're so obsessed with what everyone else is doing. I, in fact, you know, talking about this, Mark, I'm not, criticizing people for doing it because this is the way it is it's very difficult when there's so many distractions it's like the wild wild west out there at the moment you know there's ping 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 it's twitter facebook who said this the news it's everything and the only way to take control of it and stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and concentrate on you is like you say to just turn off the noise turn off the noise, go inward, think about what you want in life, where you're going. And like I say, it's not just about money. It's not just about work. It's about everything. You know, what do you want from your life? What do you want your children to see you doing as well? Do you want your children to see you attached to your phone all the time, wondering what everyone else is doing, having to have the latest, this, that, and the other? I want my child to grow up feeling really fine and self-assured that he's fine the way he is he doesn't need everybody else has got in order to be validated in any way I want him to know that you know being aware of what you are and what you want to give in the world is all you need it's all you need 100% and even though you're using this technology to consume this this episode here (laughs) uh take a break Take the yeah. dog for a walk without your phone. Go for a walk or a run without your phone. 
you don't need technology all the time. So uh, I hope that the people who listen to this got value because I certainly got value uh, from talking to you, Anne. So where can we go to find out more about you and what you're doing in the world? Well, really, you can look me up on Facebook. I'm just Anne Richardson. And I also have a group for females who are wanting to increase their success. It could be female entrepreneurs or wannabe female entrepreneurs. I have the female success community. It's a free group. And anybody's welcome to come and join. We just have three little questions, which just ask you who you are and what do you do and what would you like to get out of the group? That's it. And um, people can work with me on a one-to-one basis. And I have a few programs launching, but, you know, just make contact with me and I'm happy to help or talk to anybody. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Don't forget to head on over to mrproductivity.com. Pick up my free top five productivity tips when you become a free Mark Stuchowski Insider, and it is free. And if you're wondering why I didn't send you to markstuchowski.com, because you probably couldn't spell it, but when you go to <laughs> mrproductivity.com, it does take you to markstuchowski.com. You're welcome. And thank you so much for being on the show. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Life Without Overwhelm show. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchowski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.